Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Who knows? It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject... All of her men are in jail. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a single mother of two children, and I had my first child when I was 16 years old. My oldest daughter is 28 years old now, and my youngest is 26. As my daughters grew up, I had a lot of different men around them before I settled down with the man that was in prison. I made lots of bad choices and did things I regret, all for this man. When he was released from jail, I let him move in with us and he brought the criminal element in my home and showed my girls how to hustle and be street smart. I've repented for my mistakes in the past and asked my daughters for forgiveness. I'm happy that my younger daughter is married. She's a great mom and she's a hairstylist. My older daughter is a huge problem though. She fell in love with the streets and she ended up being a teen parent like me and has made all of the mistakes I made at an early age. She sold weed when she was in her early 20s even though I provided for her and her child. She just chose to do what she wanted to do. Now she's so-called dating three guys in jail and proud of it. Her daughter is 11 and she takes her to the jail to see her father every month. I can't do anything about that since it's her dad. When she goes to see the other two men in jail, I've asked her to let me keep my grandchild. The guys are at different jails throughout the state, so she juggles visits and phone calls all day. I don't know how, but all of the men give her money, so she thinks she's got it made. I invited her to church, and I gave her job applications for good-paying jobs, but she's not interested. Is there a better way to reach her, or should I let go and let God? Wow, it's a hard letter. This is a hard letter, Steve. And and you ask, um, she asks, should I let go and let God? I mean, that's pretty much all you can do right now is to let go and let God. Because she's a grown woman and you can't make her, you can't force her to do what you used to do um, and, and are not doing anymore. She's not hearing anything that you have to say, Mom. Uh, she's seen your life example. Uh, even now you've turned your life around and how your other daughter lives. She's seen all of that, and she still chooses these streets and these prison guys. So, I mean, to you, to, to you, Mom, no matter what we do as parents, bad or good, um, our children still make their own decisions and choices, and sometimes terrible, and in her case, terrible. I mean, maybe you can try to save your granddaughter from this life if you can. Um, so I say continue to remind your daughter that her child sees everything that she's doing, just like she saw everything you were doing, and uh, she needs to break this cycle. She really does. If you can reason with her at all, maybe she'll hear you at some point and change her life around so her daughter can have a chance and won't follow in her mom's footsteps. At least, you know, stop taking her to prison to see these other men that aren't even her dad's. I mean, that's my suggestion to you. At least continue to try to save your granddaughter. Steve? Uh, This is a sad letter, man. It really is. And it just goes to show you how 
we can fall into what some people call generational curses. But general, generational curses do not have to exist. They don't. Because at one point in time, it's simply, as, as I'm really simplifying the matter, but it's really that simple. It just becomes choices. And everybody has the power of choice. That's when God created us as human beings. Uh, We were the one creature that he gave the power of choice to. No other creature has the power of choice. Dogs have to be dogs. Cows have to be cows. Monkeys have to be monkeys. They have to do this a certain way. This is it. There's no choice. They don't get to pick who they mate with. They, They can't go outside their species. That ain't how this work. We are the only ones who have choice. Now, you made some bad decisions as a young person, as have we all. You had your first baby at 16. You've had two daughters. Uh, you, 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 you regret this man that you had a relationship with, and he was in jail. And you let him move in with you all, and he bought the criminal, criminal element to the house, and he showed your girls how to hustle and be street smart. Now, you've repented for your mistakes in the past, and you've even asked your daughters for forgiveness. One of your daughters is married, a hairstylist with the baby, but the oldest one is off the chain, and she's making all the mistakes that you made at an early age. Selling weed, she in her 20s, even though you provided for her and the child. But here's the issue. She's dating three guys in jail and proud of it. So her daughter's 11, takes her to the jail to see her father every month. Okay, I ain't mad at that. I can't do that. But she takes her to visit the other two men in jail. Here's the problem you're creating for this young daughter. You're making this an act of normalcy. And you cannot do that. Because you're ingraining it in the child that this is who men are. And this is what we do to support them. And mommy, this is your daddy, but these other two men, it's okay too. And you're making something really, really bad for this child normal. That's the part that has to stop. I'll have more when we come back. All right, Steve. uh, Hang on for part two of Steve's response to the strawberry letter. All of her men are in jail. We'll get back into it at 23 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, all her men are in jail. Well, this woman who's made some mistakes uh, as a young person, repented. She's had two daughters. One was when she was 16. Oldest daughter's 28. One of the daughters is married, has a job as a hairstylist, raising her daughter. The other one is wild, selling weed in her 20s. And she's dating three men in jail. One of them is the father. And she takes the 11-year-old girl to visit her father every month because that's her dad. I got that. But the other men that she's taking them to is the problem. You're, you're making this child at 11, which she's old enough to get a little bit of what's she's – she's really old enough to get what's going on here. My mama goes to see my daddy, but my mama also goes to see this other man. 
and they talk about how they miss each other. The baby got to sit there. When you go to jail for visitation, they don't have a uh, playpen for the kids. No. No. Everybody got to go in there and sit across that glass. Everybody got to sit on the other side with that phone. Or everybody sit in. County jail ain't no contact. So I don't think. Not none I know about. So anyway, you've created an act of normalcy for this daughter. That's going to come back to bite you in the worst way. Because she's at a very impressionable age. Now, the guys are in different jails throughout the state. So she juggles the visits and the phone calls all day. Now, the lady in the letter says she don't know how, but all the men give her money. Well, let's think about that. Why are they in jail? Probably for a crime. 80% of people in prison today are for non-violent drug-related offenses. That's a fact. So let's just say they sold weed too or something else. And they got a little money in the stash and they got a boy that can give the money to her. Because she acted like she down with them while they locked away. She playing the game. That's the street smarts that the man that you bought into the house taught her how to do. But she's elevated. Now you can stop beating yourself up about this. Because like Shirley said and I've said a million times. You can raise your child. But once they're adults, they can go and make any decision they want, and it can go against everything you've tried to teach them as a parent. And for all of you parents who are not at that age yet, I am telling you to buckle up, fasten your seatbelt. Because in parenting, once they get grown, they can make decisions. Now, hopefully, the, the decisions they'll be able to recover from. But they're going to make some mistakes. All of us made mistakes. You just hope that your children make the mistakes and stay close enough to your teachings that when they do get it right, they walk back towards the light. Or you run into this situation and it take them a while to come back to the light. Oh, but she's going to come back to the light just like you did. Because, see, something's going to happen in your life to make you go have to go somewhere and sit down. It happens to us all. Ain't nobody been tricking their whole life without no scar tissue. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody getting away in life without no damage consequences. Ain't nobody going through life without getting their own ass bankrolled. Please understand, I promise you something is going to happen to sit her ass down. It may be jail. But something's going to happen to get your undivided attention. What we hope is that our children gets the attention before the attention getter becomes the state. Yeah. Because when the state come get your attention, ooh, kind of like the IRS. You know, you cannot pay Sears. You cannot send Visa Day money. But that United States Treasury, you got to pay them people. Because if you don't pay them, they come for you. They freeze accounts. See, taxes is like sin. It costs you more than you want to pay, and it make you stay longer than you want to stay. I've had an account frozen before. Oh, they had my attention. Then I got the money, and I went out there and paid them. It was 30 days before they unfroze it. Oh, they taught my ass a valuable lesson. 
Oh, they takes their time unfreezing it. I was talking to an IRS agent one time. He says, well, it's kind of, you know, once you come down there and pay us, it took us so long to get it. We ain't in no hurry to unfreeze it. Just because you paid it Friday, you want it lifted Monday? Oh, that yeah. ain't how this works. He said, no, that ain't how it works. It took us, you know how long it took us to get this money from you? He said, so that's it. So it's going to happen to your daughter. I hate to say this. Uh, you've made the right thing by offering a good paying jobs and trying to get her to come to church. She don't want to have nothing to do with it. But life going to get her attention. Sad to say it. So like you say, just let go and let God. Period. All she can do. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. And coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we'll have some sports talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 